So Marcus, for those that are new to the concept, could you explain inbound marketing, what it is and how it's evolved in recent years? Yeah, I, I think if we simplify inbound marketing, it's the process of giving the world value. And by giving them value for the things that they want to know, for the things that they want to learn, for the things that they want to understand, you gain their trust. And by gaining their trust, that in turn means they might want to work with you, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's inbound marketing to me in a nutshell. And it is it has evolved quite a bit because in the early stages of or days of inbound marketing, which let's call that circa 2007, 2008, because that's when HubSpot just got going. It was pretty easy to to get noticed online and to give value and to generate that trust because there wasn't as much noise. In in my book, I actually reference this as the CSI or the Content Saturation Index of an industry. And the CSI has significantly increased in, in quite a few industries. And so it is harder to stand out and win that trust, but it's still absolutely there. And uh, in some industries, you know, still to this day, you know, it's essentially 2024 at this point, we've got a lot of people that aren't doing it, but there's other industries that have, right? But that being said, it's a little bit harder to show up. There's a lot more video today, a lot more a social component matters, and AI is affecting all of it, right? And right. that's just going to continue to send these, this ripple effect, uh, especially just with search. You know, I think if somebody is completely search dependent, like SEO, organic search dependent today, then that could really pose a problem for them in the coming years. They might be fine today or next year, but in the coming years, it's going to mm -hmm. be a problem. Yeah, I agree. So you've been a strong advocate for content marketing. What are some of the strategies you recommend to create engaging and effective content to really stand out and get noticed among the clutter? Yeah. So uh, obviously I'm pretty biased, but I think the best content marketing strategy framework out there is they ask you answer. And really I think it's what's beautiful about uh, they ask you answer is it simplifies what is the complicated, right? Just take every question, worry, fear, issue, concern that your buyer has, brainstorm all of them, and then address them online, on your website, on social, through text, through video, through audio, like we're doing right now, et cetera. Mm -hmm. That to me is the ultimate like golden rule of marketing. Treat your potential customers as you yourself would want to be treated. Teach your potential customers and existing customers what you yourself would want to know if you were a buyer in that moment. And one of the things that I talk about a lot and they ask you answer is uh, the core of the they ask you answer framework is what's known as the big five, which are the five subjects that move the needle in every single industry. I don't care the industry. This is what buyers want to know. Uh, what, whenever anybody's vetting a company, they're vetting a product, they're vetting a service, B2B, B2C, they want to know five things. They want to understand how much is it, so they have cost questions. They want to know what are the negatives, the problems, the issues with it, so fear-based questions, worry questions. Number three, they want to know comparisons. How does it compare to this other thing that I'm looking at? Number four, they want to know reviews. What's everybody saying about it? And then number five, they want to know best. What is the best, the most, the top, et cetera? So cost, problems, comparisons, reviews, best. Those are the big five. And that's what buyers want to know. That's what really runs the economy of search right now is those mm -hmm. five subjects. And despite the fact that buyers and consumers are so, so very interested in learning about these things, businesses still, 2024, don't want to talk about them. 
And so it creates a paradox of once. So if you want to stand out from the crowd, all you have to do is be willing to talk about that which your competitors are not. Starts with the big five. What percentage of companies do you say do that? Okay. So when it comes to, let's say, a B2B service-based business, less than 5% talk about Mm -hmm. cost and price on their website. Mm -hmm. Yet, if you say to every single visitor of said website, would you like to better understand cost and price? 100% are going to say, I sure wish they would give me a little bit more here. Throw me a bone, if you will. And so now it's a little bit higher in other places, but I have people sometimes tell me, yeah, we talk about cost and price. We're an e-commerce company. No, you just give a price. That's not talking about cost and price. See, when you talk about cost and price, you're teaching the world how value is defined in your industry. You're literally teaching someone how to shop, how to buy, how to research that thing. For years, I did just swimming pools, right, before I became just a marketing guy. I was the first company in the world to talk about the cost of an in-ground fiberglass pool on our website. First one in the world. Still, to that, I wrote that, the initial article I wrote in 2009, it still gets us hundreds of leads a year. It's generated for a company in Virginia over $35 million in sales off of one single article, how much does a fiberglass pool cost? Wow. And you still have pool companies that sit there and say, but we can't talk about it because every job is different. It's customized. It's variable. Or we don't want our competitors to know. Or we don't want to scare them away, which is all actually not the way that works. You see, what scares uh, potential buyers away is ignorance. We hate mm-hmm. ignorance. We hate not knowing. We hate not finding. It drives us crazy online. And and if somebody's just willing to explain to us, really, here's what you could expect. Here's what drives cost up, down, left, right, front, right. Here's why some companies are expensive. Here's why some companies are cheap. Now, suddenly we're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I understand how you define value in this space. And therefore, they're able to move forward. That's powerful. That is powerful. It makes perfect sense. Like logically, right? It's so, but yet most still will sit there and just, we're a wholesaler or we're a manufacturer. I have a manufacturing company. We still talk a ton about cost price. We just give ranges. The problem is people might hear me say, they ask you answer or something of that nature. And they might say, I can't answer that question. Sure you can. You can answer any question you want. You just can't be as specific as you want. Like maybe the perfect title of the book would have been, they ask, you address really, really well. But you see, that's not catchy. They ask, you answer. That's catchy. So that's why it's called that. But the mindset that you have to have is, I got to be a part of the conversation. I can't ignore what everybody wants to know. right? And so I'd say that is the premier content strategy uh, to this day. It's, it's still the best SEO strategy, bar none, not even close. It's still the best UX strategy in terms of what you want the visitor to experience on your website. And as, a, as an aside from that, if you said to me, what's the other just really major brand awareness strategy to, I, I think it's short form video. I just think it's absolutely massive. I love short form video. I don't really love how we're all so very impatient. And we just, we just, it's just stunning to me what's happened, the TikTokification of the world. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you can't necessarily fight it. I'm not, if there's one thing I've learned, Rochelle, is like, don't let your personal opinions, Marcus, script smart business decisions, right? And so just because you might not like something doesn't mean that you don't meet the buyer where they are. And a lot of business owners, I think, have forgotten that. They're like, I don't like video, or I don't like social media, or I don't like the TikTok, or whatever the thing is. Guess what? The marketplace doesn't really care about your opinions. Mm-mm. And the quicker we get over our opinions and say, what does the marketplace want? Again, they ask. They're asking to meet them. Are we right. willing to answer that, right? Where they are, where they want to learn, how they want to learn. 
And I think you've touched on this a customer-centric approach to marketing. What are some of the examples that you can share that have been successful in businesses? So if you talk about just customer-centric, pretty broad that, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. in some ways, it just starts with giving them exactly what they want. We talked about addressing those five subjects. Another major, let's say, customer-centric trend, I would say, that uh, that everybody wants is based on a recent stat from Gartner that said 33% of all buyers would prefer to have a seller-free sales experience. 33% of all wow. buyers would prefer to have a seller-free sales experience. So if that's the case, y'all, what does it mean? It means that we don't hate salespeople. We just don't want to work with a salesperson until we feel like we are ready, until we're informed, until mm-hmm. we're not going to make a mistake. And so the way that you can take advantage of this trend, because a lot of people will see this trend as like, oh, geez, it's the end of salespeople as we know it. But if you're, if you're smart, you'll look at the trends and you'll say, okay, how do I take advantage of the trend? And so the way you take advantage of it is through self-service. And self-service manifests itself with different uh, tools on your website, like self-assessment tools, self-scheduling tools, mm-hmm. and uh, self-pricing tools. So a self-pricing tool, aka calculator, mm-hmm. can you create a calculator for your website? So with our swimming pool manufacturing company, we sell fiberglass pool shells to dealers who install it for end users. So how can a manufacturer who's a B2B2C company create a pricing calculator? Mm-hmm. Once again, you give ranges. That's what right. you do. So you can build and price your pool on our manufacturer website. That's really extremely powerful. Right? It's, a, it's a just a cash cow. It's a lead. It's incredible what it does. When we say self-selection, what self-selection is uh, recommendations. So again, let's just use the silly pool example because that's an easy one for people to understand. So let's say you went to the to, to my swimming pool website right now, riverpoolsandspas.com, and you're like, I don't know what type of in-ground pool I want. We've got a tool there that will help you decide what type of pool you want. Do you want a concrete in-ground pool? Do you want a fiberglass? Do you want a vinyl liner? Those are the three types. And so through a series of questions that you can answer on the website, and it's very interactive. Mm-hmm. Once you give us those answers, you're going to get an honest um, assessment or recommendation as, hey, Rochelle, based on what you just said, you should probably get a fiberglass swimming pool. And so any company can do this. I just, like if you're listening to this right now, think of all the times where a potential customer has said to you, if you're me, what would you choose? Or right. I'm looking for the best such and such. And so if you're getting those questions, then you could easily say, let's say you're a lawn care company and you've got three different tiers of lawn care service. You might have a tool on your site that says, what's the best um, What's the best lawn care um, tier for, for your yard? And then you have a series of questions that, again, they can answer not by talking to a human, but by having that interactive experience on your website. And then, boom, they get a recommendation that's honest and transparent. Like on our pool site, we recommend other types of pools all the time. Mm-hmm. We're not only recommending ours by any stretch. In fact, more pools are, that we recommend are not fiberglass than our fiberglass, which is pretty crazy. If you're a company like a HubSpot, let's say, you could easily say, okay, you know, HubSpot's got three different tiers of HubSpot. They should have a tool that says, what is the best tier of HubSpot for you? And then you Right. Yeah, that's a great tip. So you mentioned video being hot right now. What are some tips to maximize the effectiveness of a video? <laughs> right. 
Right. Sure. What are the biggest challenges marketers are facing right now? There's AI. I think there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace about that. Is there is there a common one that you're seeing right now in the marketplace? Right. In terms of looking ahead and trends, what do you see shaping the future of marketing? <laughs> right. Hmm.
an endless cycle. <laughs> So what, for our listeners, one piece of advice that you would give a brand to succeed in today's world, what would it be? I love it. I love it. Very insightful. Marcus, thank you so much for joining us today on the 19th. Hope to be in contact with you more. And um, again, just thanks. Thanks for being here. All right. Um, what we'll do, we got great content. We got more than 19 minutes. We could have gone probably for 40 and made two podcasts, <laughs> but great insight. And I'll share the podcast with you when we're done. And you could share it on your channels if you choose to. Same. Okay. Take care. Bye. Cool. Bye. Yeah. Oh, for like the YouTube one? No, we. I didn't. I did not. We'll just jump in. I also, but it. it I think it'll be fine because I say Marcus. Um, for those of you new to the concept, so I think it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we have. Probably over and we could edit it down and probably keep it under if we wanted to do one parter, but we might have two parts. Um, they just might be a little bit shorter if we wanted to do it that Let's way. Just keep it to one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fine. I didn't know, like he could have gone on forever. I think I didn't ask all the questions yeah. because it yeah. wasn't flowing the way that I was seeing it to be con conversational. So I think it sure. was, I think it turned out good, um, but I didn't go through yeah. all the questions. Yeah. He's, in he's interesting. He's got personality. just like his, yeah, he's got definitely a personality, <laughs> which is great. All right. So I didn't have any, anything on here. And like I said, even if there is like a question that we want to go back to on Descript, I can literally just send you a message and you can just record it directly into Descript if we have to do that at some okay. point. But I didn't have anything noted here from a question standpoint. So I think unless you did, no. we can start with the No, but I want to do all his things. I want to do a blog about pricing. I want to do. He's very smart yeah. guy. Very smart guy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So we can, because I'm still recording, we can just run it okay. and start with the intro and go from there. Okay. This is the 19, a 19 minute or less podcast that brings you marketing insights aimed at improving lives. Presented by Orange Label, the leading response marketing agency for wellness brands that grow when their customers do. Hello and welcome to the 19. I'm Rochelle Ryder, president of Orange Label. Today, we're diving into the dynamic world of inbound marketing with a very special guest, Marcus Sheridan. I had the pleasure of hearing Marcus speak at the AI for Agencies Summit and knew he would be a perfect, impactful podcast. <laughs> I had the pleasure of hearing Marcus speak at the AI Agencies for Summit. I had the pleasure of hearing Marcus speak at the AI for Agency Summit and knew he would be an impactful podcast guest. I had the pleasure of hearing Marcus speak at the AI for Agency Summit and knew he would be an impactful podcast guest. It's a hard one. Mm -hmm. I, have, I knew he would be an impactful podcast guest. I think I'm going to change that. I had the pleasure of yeah. hearing Marcus speak at the AI for Agency Summit and knew he would be great for our podcast.
He's a thought leader in inbound sales and marketing, author of Mashable's number one marketing book to read, They Ask, You Answer, and a champion for customer-centered content creation. Together, we'll explore the evolving landscape of digital marketing and uncover strategies to really connect with our audiences. Marcus, welcome to The 19. It's great to have you on our show today. Sweet. Can we do it one more time through it? Just a little bit more just energy. I think the first one sounded good, more conversational, but it's maybe a little bit more. The whole thing? The... Okay. This is The 19, a 19 minute or less podcast that brings you marketing insights aimed at improving lives. Presented by Orange Label, the leading response marketing agency for wellness brands that grow when their customers do. Hello and welcome to The 19. I'm Rochelle Ryder, president of Orange Label. Today, we're diving into the dynamic world of inbound marketing with a very special guest, Marcus Sheridan. I had the pleasure of hearing Marcus speak at the AI for Agency Summit and knew he would be a great podcast guest. He's a thought leader in inbound sales and marketing, author of Mashable's number one marketing book to read, They Ask, You Answer, and a champion for customer-centered content creation. Together, we'll explore the evolving landscape of digital marketing and uncover strategies to really connect with our audiences. That sounded awesome. Can you just do the one last sentence yeah. again? And I think we got it. Together, we'll explore the evolving landscape of digital marketing and uncover strategies to really connect with our audiences. Awesome. Perfect. So and I don't know go. if we'll keep Marcus. Welcome to the 19. It's great to have you. We'll just have to see how it sounds. Yeah. Okay. You want me to say I'll, that? Um, yeah, we can do that. We can do a safety on that. Marcus, welcome to the 19. It's great to have you on our show today. And to be quite honest, I might be able to get his voice to say, great to be here. I really wanted to. All right. We can go because we don't have any question edits. We can go to the outro. Thank you for listening to The 19 with Marcus Sheridan. To learn more about his powerful keynotes and inbound marketing insights, visit MarcusSheridan.com. To learn more about Orange Label's strategy, data analytics, media, social, content, and design services, visit OrangeLabelMarketing.com. A special thank you goes out to our contributors, Creative Services Director Kelsey Phillips, Copy and Content Strategist Ashley Andreen, and Design and Sound Director Micah Panzich. Be sure to subscribe to the 19 Marketing Podcast by Orange Label on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and leave us a review. Cool. Can you do the first sentence over again really quick? But everything else sounded great. Uh, the special thank you. Of a special thank okay. you, yes. A special thank you goes out to our contributors, Creative Services Director Kelsey Phillips, Copy and Content Strategist Ashley Andreen, and Design and Sound Director Micah Panzich. Be sure to subscribe to the 19 on Be sure to subscribe to the 19 Marketing Podcast by Orange Label on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify and leave us a review. Sweet. Got all I need. Okie dokes. I will start editing it down because I know I think we're shooting for Tuesday yeah. next week. Yeah, and I, I don't know if we want to turn this off. Oh, yeah, I'll do that really.